Hello and thank you so much for joining us on our second, can't lose our second one, our second podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, or you can watch us on the website as well. You can see our faces on www.dfcexperience.co.uk. It's our second episode, like I said, so if you've not listened, then please do listen to episode one, where you get to hear the very funny story of my business partner and best friend who gaffer taped his shoes up. And for anything, just listen to that and you'll you'll have a laugh. It is our second one. We are going to talk today about some wedding trends and different ideas to make your wedding stand out from everybody else. And we've got a very, very special guest star here today. And I use that term very loosely. It's the one and only Mr. Christopher Cooper. Hello. How are you doing? Hello, Chris. How are you doing? Are you ready? I'm excited. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for it, yeah. Excellent. So, it's a proper setup, this, isn't it? It's a proper setup. We don't do things by halves here, you know. Don't do it. So, tell us a little bit about yourself and the wedding industry that you're involved in. Well, um, I love the wedding industry, it's the best thing ever. Okay. Um, I'm a DJ, I'm a wedding host, and newly qualified celebrant. Been doing that for about three years. But I've crashed probably 600 weddings in total. Wow. So let's take you back a little bit into your background. How did you get into weddings? Do you want the long version or the short version? We've got a long time. We've got 26, 27 minutes. We're all right. Well, um, to cut a long story short, I was an art club manager and I was a DJ. Yeah. And then when I came on with you, beautiful people, I became a wedding host. Remember your first one? I do. Um, it was at the Shireburn Arms. I was really nervous. Yeah, of course. What have you learned over the time? As you do more weddings, I guess, what, what have you learned the most about them? Especially when you're hosting them as well. Um, I've, I've, what I've learned, um, I think it's not a one-size-fits-all approach, is it? Yeah. Um, I learned that very early on. I really wanted to have party wedding breakfasts from the offset. And then I met couples that perhaps didn't want that party wedding breakfast. Well, I think that's it. I think one thing that, that we do um, is we meet the couples in the office and we have a really good chat about, about what, they want, what they want because one size doesn't fit all. And I think you've just got to, you've just got to find out what they're into and, you know, if they, they find something a little bit cringy, let's do it a different way. Yeah, and tell us a little bit more about wedding hosting, what that involves during the day. It's a hard concept to explain, isn't it? It is. Uh, I think it's the toughest thing ever to explain. I think in a nutshell, we are a master of ceremonies, yeah. but there's a very, very modern approach to, to how we host a wedding. You know, you've, you've got the um, red court type toastmaster, um, and then you've got us, and I think the two were very, very different. I think, you know, you've got you, you've got bride and grooms that want a really formal approach, and then you want, uh, and then then you've got uh, bride and grooms that want a really modern approach. You know, we don't we don't tend to shout at people a we lot. Don't. Do we? I mean, we do the formal bits, don't we? I'm up to now for speeches, bring you into the room, we cut the cake, we do that bit. But I think the big difference between us and master of ceremonies is that. We have some fun with you. Yeah. We look after you. We take you through the day. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Tell us a little bit about your celebrancy and what that involves. You're a celebrant. Yeah. 
It's crazy, that, isn't it? It is. Um, it's something that I did, oh, I've been doing it about three years, um, trained and qualified uh, at the start of lockdown. And it's 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 it almost feels like a bit of an extension of, of being a, a wedding host, yeah. actually. Um, the fact that I, I get to sort of effectively host the day from the ceremony instead of the wedding breakfast. Um, I mean, do you know what a, what a celebrant I is? I do, but tell me some more. And the people that are listening as well, I'm not sure what a celebrant is. Yeah. Is it legal? Well, I think it's not. Not at the minute. Not at the minute. But the law is changing. The law is changing people. So stick with us. But I think it's, it's more about giving people the option I think you've got to go back to what a, a registrar is, if I'm honest with you. Okay, and tell us. So a registrar... Uh, That's a legal bit, yeah? Yeah, So, but in a nutshell, they're responsible for recording births, marriages and deaths. So it's a very, very formal sort of thing. And I think as a guest watching a ceremony, it's not that fun. Do you know what I mean? And and we kind of we kind of bring the fun, and we really listen to the bride and groom about how they want the the ceremony to go. Um, Examples to write their own vows, can they? Yep. Yeah, so they can write their own vows. Um, it's a bespoke wedding script, um, bespoke ceremony from start to finish. How they want it to go. Um, but yeah, I would definitely encourage. Um, it's good you've said that actually for a bride and groom to, to write their own vows. And I incorporate the love story, but you do that during the wedding I breakfast, do, yeah, don't you? Yeah, a bit later on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think, um, come and have a chat with us about, about the celebrant so stuff. So in regards to, the, I'd say back to the legal bit again. So the yeah. legal bit, whether you do it the day before, the week before. Well, you can do it the day before, the week before, uh, the month before, the day after. It's entirely up to you. It's about separating the registration process from right, the actual okay. day. So, for example, um, at the minute, like if you're getting married with a registrar, you can only do that in a venue sanctioned for marriage. Whereas if you wanted to get married on top of Mount Everest, for example, we could do that. Very it's cold a, up there. It's a bit cold, like yeah. It's too probably, cold for me. You probably wouldn't survive it either, to be honest with you. It. So I definitely wouldn't recommend that. Um, but yeah, you can get married wherever you want. If you want to, if you want to turn a, a car park into your wedding venue, which I've seen done actually, it's very bizarre. I don't think a lot of people will be doing it, but yeah. you could do the whole day the from start to finish. You in know the what car mean? park. In the car park. You heard it here first. Well, Chris, thanks for yourself. I'm really looking forward to chatting to you. This is episode two, in which we are going to talk about wedding trends. Yes. Beer pong. Beer pong. I love beer pong. I love beer pong. Even aside from weddings. I'm not like, very good at it, but I do like it. Do you know what? Whether it's in your house or at your wedding, it works. So if you've never heard of beer pong, what is it? Oh, come on. You must, everybody must Some have heard of beer pong. Um, well, it's a table very much like this one. Yeah. Um, it has six to eight cups on it filled with booze. You have a little ping pong ball and you, you throw it and if it lands in, you drink it. Perfect. Um, take a couple away. You, take, you take a cup away then, don't you? Every time you get the, the you ball take a in. Cup away, yeah. It gets harder and harder the more booze you have. So at a wedding, when would you do this? I think I think beer pong can literally be done at any point in the day. Um, I've seen it done just after ceremony, right? To yeah. Sort of like warm people up. So Drink reception, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if you're a bit nervous about your speech, I wouldn't recommend playing too much beer pong. <laughs> but I mean, it might help you out, you know, yeah. in the short term. Um, but if you've got a small wedding as well, um, I, I did a, a wedding um, 
at Bashar Ban probably uh, two or three weeks ago now. Uh, it, there wasn't a lot of people there, and they had it just at the end of the dance floor, and it it really worked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just if you know if 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 you've not had enough booze to to have a dance just yet, play a bit of beer. Probably be, be on the you know fast. Yeah, I've seen you do it at night as well. Yeah, yeah, you can do it wherever you want. Perfect. Fill it with whatever you want as well. Yeah, you can do. Of course, you can. So that's beer pong. Um, what about? I've seen some pictures of you with brides, grooms behind the DJ stand, um, DJing at your own wedding. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely you should, everyone should be able to DJ their own wedding. I think um, I'd probably do it about eleven o'clock. Yeah, when everyone's had a few drinks, um, and you can really, you can really build a really good atmosphere from that point, especially if they want a bit of a rave. Yeah, you um, can. You can, I mean, I've seen CO2 cannons and all sorts of stuff. You know, it's, it's a great opportunity for, for your photographer, for your videographer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it'll last that as a memory that you got to DJ your own wedding. Yeah. Um, I've, I've done it at a few. Have you done it at a few I as well? I have done it a few weddings. Have what you? I tend to do, when I've got grooms that are wannabe DJs or some that are actual DJs, had a few drinks at the wedding. So what I always do is get a little bit of mix on a USB stick. They can do the mix beforehand. We can even do it for them. Uh, bang it in, and then they can just have a bit of a pretend. They're like me DJing on a proper night, if I'm really honest. But that's how we can kind of do it. And well, then you, get you, you did a bit on my wedding, that didn't you? That effect. I did. a little set. I did. I had a long set on your wedding. <laughs> um, audio guest books. Something I've seen. I saw it at uh, Tindua Hall. Um, say it in again. Wales, Tindua Hall. You say it in a fine Welsh accent. Tindua Hall. No, it's Scottish. <laughs> that was no good. You get better at that. You? <laughs> okay, worse at it. I was having a Welsh girlfriend. Um, so these <clears throat> um, audio guest book. I saw the telephones where you can leave a message. It's recorded on the phone, and then obviously the bride and groom get to keep them. You've seen other takes on that, haven't you? Yeah, um, I think a really good idea is to bring your iPad. And you can buy little little stands off Amazon. Yeah. Um, and literally, yeah, take your cord off, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, that. But yeah, record little video messages and it's a lasting memory for you. Yeah, nice. Nice, nice work. All right. Um, let's say a bit about the wedding party now and let's talk about Flower Boy. How does that work? It's big on TikTok. I see this on TikTok. I know you see this on TikTok. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen it done at a few weddings. Um it's really funny, especially if you've got, if one of your mates is a little bit camp, do you know what I mean? It it definitely, uh, it, it shines. So explain to us, what is a flower boy? When do you do it? Well, the, the, you do it before um, before the bride walks down. Because I think at that point, that's when everyone's like... So what are they doing? A little bit. Explain to me what they're doing. Well, they usually have like a little bum bag, don't they? With, yeah. with flowers in. And they'll come down, they'll, they'll do a, a couple of little twirls and they'll throw some flowers up in her. And uh, yeah, it's just quite funny, isn't it? Cause music. I think, yeah, because I think at that point, everyone's kind of like with the bride and, and, and in the sense that I think after the bride's walked down, that's when everyone kind of goes, <sighs> do you know what I mean? So we're doing this in ceremony? In the ceremony. And I think when you have a, a, a flower boy, I think, I think that just, you need like a little injection of like, Something that's not so serious, do you know what I mean? Yeah, to loosen up a little bit. I've seen this all done as well before the wedding breakfast. Some Another time you can do it as well before we bring the bride and groom into the room. I've seen it done then, which is really good. I, I was going to ask you, actually, because obviously we don't really crash that many weddings together, do we? No, we don't. How do you do a grand entrance? So 
Well, just touching on grand entrances then. Um, you might ask, what is a grand entrance? And I always say, you've got to come into the room anyway. We're now just Mr. And, and Mrs. You've got to come in. Or Mrs. and Mrs. Or Mr. and Mrs. Or Mr. Or Mr. And Mr. Mr. I was going to say that. So you've got to come in. Um, it's always a little bit nerve-wracking. You come into, even though you're friends. So I always say, if you come into music, that will really lift your wedding breakfast. And I'm a big people watcher. And when I do grand entrances... Professional people watch us, doesn't we? Well, we yeah, are, yeah. yeah. And I see people go, oh, it's going to be a good wedding, this. This is going to be a good wedding. Because they've come into a big tune. And then we can chat about who else you bring into the room. Who else do you bring into the room, Chris? Well, I always encourage the bride and groom to bring in bridesmaids and groomsmen. Yeah. Because... To music again? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think I think all the nerves... It's, it, do you know what? Getting married, like, it's a really fun thing. And... But I think also as well, it's probably the most nerve-wracking day you could possibly have. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes, and you do it a different way to me, but I bring in the bridesmaids and groomsmen first. Yeah. And then I think as much as it's about the bride and groom, I think it's really important that you incorporate everybody else yeah. as well. Um, and it's a fun day for all. It's not just a wedding breakfast isn't just something that, Kind of you attend, you you attend, and you're like, you're a witness to it. So I think it's really good for the audience as well to to bring up the atmosphere. Yeah, and um, and I think everyone's like more relaxed after the grand entrances as well. Especially, it's a bit of fun and a bit of a laugh. If, if especially if you're doing um, speeches, you know, like um, before food as yeah. well. So you're like relaxed, and if everyone's had a bit of a laugh, you know. Groom gets up and he's like, oh God, it wasn't actually as bad as I thought it was going to be that. And it kind of warms them up for the speeches, I think. Yeah, I do it a little bit different to you. Uh, when I do grand entrances, um, I like to deliver a love story beforehand. So I love the paragraph of how they met. They're See, the kind I, of I journey so far. I do that in the ceremony, me. In the ceremony. But, but you've always done it I at like the wedding do, I like to do it there. Set a nice tone for the day. Then I will bring the bride and groom into music. And then I will bring the wedding party in. And bridesmaids, great. I also love a tagline about each one, which I think is brilliant. So please welcome Becky, maid of honour, loves tequila, first one on the dance floor. And you can make those really funny. First one in bed as well, probably. Yeah, probably. Well, that and sounds wrong, that, doesn't it? It sounds very wrong. You know what I meant, though. I know exactly what you meant. <laughs> I know exactly what you meant. <laughs> Um, but yes, it's great to do the entrances. Um, and then I would say finish on the best man, funny song, who let the dogs out, anything like that. Yeah. And really work on those entrances. I'd like to say it will really set your wedding off from everything else. Definitely. Talking of people coming to the room, something I've seen a lot at weddings lately is male bridesmaids. What's the mm. technical term for it? It's a gr- is it a bridesman? Bridesman, yeah, I think or, so, yeah. Bridesman. Or Brides to them. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, I don't really know too much about it, do you? Uh, yeah, well, I've seen it quite a lot. Um, I know they get to go on the hem party. And do, you, I, do you agree with that? Absolutely. I'm, do you? Yeah, absolutely. If you're mm. bridesmaid, you're going, you're going to, you get to plan it. And it's also probably could be a male best friend of the bride. Um, and they want them involved in the wedding, but they're not quite sure how to incorporate them. So it's another way to incorporate it. I've seen when they've matched the suits up to match the bridesmaids. So if it's purple, for example, then they would wear a purple suit. And if I'd wear a purple suit, would you? You'd look good in a purple suit, let me tell you. <laughs> but I think it's a really nice way of incorporating some people that might not be part of that wedding party into the wedding party. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think it's really important that 
whoever you're involving um, in your immediate wedding party that you you kind of plan your day around making sure that that they have an opportunity to to shine yeah in a way that that suits them do you know what i mean perfect talking about a wedding breakfast something i saw for the first time uh last week which i've never seen before and you know what i'm definitely going to use it is a one song photo opportunity mm. now i did it during the wedding breakfast you might tell me different um but tell me what that is all about well, I'm definitely going to be doing it in summer. Yeah. Um, got lots, lots of hostings coming up in summer. Um, I think sometimes, I don't really want to say the wrong thing here, but I think with wedding breakfasts, when it comes to photos, there's only so many shots that you can get. Of course there is, yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you're talking about, I mean, we obviously doing grand entrances give the photographers a really good opportunity to get some really fun photographs when they come into the room. And then pretty much after that, it's speeches um, and possibly a, a cake cut at the end of the wedding breakfast. And then that in photographs is is your wedding breakfast, isn't it? Yeah. And I think it's, it's another way to... Um, inject a bit of fun into your wedding breakfast that your photographer can literally run around following the bride and groom and it gives it gives the bride and groom an opportunity to get a photo with everybody. So explain how that works. By with, so the way I did it was we played one track and yep. the bride and groom went around every single table yeah, and they got a photograph. Yeah, it's got to be... Is that kind of what it is? That's kind of what it is, yeah. It's got to be a big track as well. So you could do something like, I don't know, uh, Mr. Brightside, uh, Proud Murray... You've got a lot of women that always works. Yeah, that's good. Um, or you could do like a big, big dance track as well if you wanted to. I mean, whatever, whatever floats your boat, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but photographers always do a big group shot, don't they? But by doing that, you're going to break it into what? How many tables? Would you ten say? sometimes. Eight usually, to ten yeah, tables eight, ten in tables, your wedding yeah. breakfast. So you, you you're breaking down those those groups and it and you're bringing it in. It's getting a little bit more more intimate in it. Yeah. And it just shows everyone's having a good time as and well. And it's good fun as well, isn't it? Yeah. Talking about that, tell us about a wedding dessert party. How you can build a wedding. Maybe you've had a nice formal day and then you want a party the back end of your wedding breakfast. Tell us how you would do something like that. Well, I think if we're talking about um, fun wedding breakfasts, because we, we, we do some, some really, really fun wedding breakfasts, um, but we also do the opposite end as well, don't we? We do. But I think what's really important about being a wedding host and what's really important for the bride and groom is that, that if they want to build and they, they want that kind of day, you've got to build the energy gradually. So you might start off a little bit form, obviously starting with the speeches and then gradually you, you're building the, the energy up. Um, so when it comes to the end of the wedding breakfast, if they do want a bit of a party, because for, so actually sometimes... Um, you might go straight from the wedding breakfast into the first dance. I mean, we've done that we before. Have, yeah. So, so to literally um, get a wedding breakfast and turn it into a party before they come out of the room, that's one thing that guests always remember. Oh my God, like, how good was that wedding breakfast? It's the best one I've ever been to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you can start in different ways. You start with the sax player. Uh, yeah. It's really good towards the back of your wedding breakfast, bring sax out, big track, surprise for the guests. Yeah. Uh, I had one uh, two weeks ago where we had fiddle on. He's and good, isn't he? He's very, very good. I must say, I, I built it up. I've um, worked with Richard Fiddle a few times, and he's, you don't, he, he builds himself up. He I does. Mean, that, that guy is. He is a legend. The way I did it was I had a bit of a party wedding breakfast. They were a bit wild. I brought it down a little bit. I said, mm. Len Jenkins, I'm going to bring it down now. Something very, very special for the couple. Um, worked all over London. He's toured, big musician. 
and he comes out gentle fiddle and the guests are a little bit shocked and like oh yeah. right okay but step like day. a nice little romantic tone absolutely on it. whatever they mm. want and then literally he just went into a party it came out of nowhere on the tables or on the chairs it just went off and i was like that's brilliant and then also we used him as well for your room turnaround so it was great so there's a lot of irish stuff in there as well and i think the big point about a party wedding breakfast the back end of it, it primes you up for the night yeah oh definitely the guests I mean, are ready aren't they you've you've been to weddings like as a guest uh, i mean we'd like to go to more wouldn't we we would uh, but you know you can't have it all can you no you can't um but yeah i mean i think sometimes when you've had three courses you feel a little bit lethargic don't you, you not do. a lot of people and i'm i'm definitely not one of those people that can that can eat and drink a lot because it yeah. just rats me off completely. It makes a difference. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm a little bit of a napper. I like a nap in the afternoon. Mm. And when I went to I your wedding, um, I thought about having a nap. I'll be really honest with you. And then Paddy was on. So we came at the wedding breakfast. Trying to say it was boring. And Paddy, no, it wasn't boring at all. <laughs> but you know, I'm 46 and there's only so much I can take. And I had that party wedding breakfast. I was at that stage where I was like, I might as well have a little nap for 20 minutes before the night do. Came out. Paddy was on. Straight into party. 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 Carried on drinking, carried on into the party. And Richard Fiddle works very well with Paddy, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He works very well, he does, yeah. They make so, a good party then too. So nice idea for your wedding breakfast. Let's move on now to the evening. I want to touch on a first dance. And I'm going to say to you, an outside first dance. Do it. Under the stars. Do it. Tell us a little bit about that. If you're a couple um, that are thinking about perhaps taking the party outside, how does that work logistically? Well, I think I think in summer, um, when it's cracking flags outside, I mean, it's got to be done, isn't it, really? Because it gets very warm in them rooms, doesn't it? So they're doing the first dance outside? Yeah. So I think if you've got the opportunity, the weather's beautiful, get outside on the green, do your first dance, and have as much of your evening as you can out there so, soak up the sun why not do you know what I mean yeah and uh, yeah just have a little bit of an entertainment out there play a little bit of a uh, little bit of background music and then uh, if, it, if you know if the temperature drops br bring it back inside do you ever worry doing the first dance outside you're going to lose the party inside later on because people are going to stay outside especially if it's summer that's always one of my concerns well I mean I think ultimately if you've got people at your wedding that really love a party they're going to dance no matter where, where they are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, and I think, I, I just, I just think it's, it's what you've, it's what you've got in it. Yeah. And if I do a front of you. first dance outside, what I might do then is do maybe do a father daughter dance inside. So I can bring everybody back in. Yeah. And I can do a father daughter. You could dance. do that a little bit later on at night, maybe like nine o'clock after evening food. Yeah. And then bring it, bring it in. Yeah, it's a nice idea, especially especially like you said, with summer coming up. It's a really nice idea. It's great in the photos as well, isn't it? Yeah, it, it brings a whole new dimension, I think, to, to your wedding photographs. Talking about a first dance, I did something uh, a couple of weeks ago, which I've never seen before, which I've really liked. Uh, I had a young couple um, who were doing a first dance, and they said, Adam, look, we're really a bit embarrassed about the first dance. We want to do 20, 30 seconds and then get the guests to join in. So we did that, 20, 30 seconds, got all the guests to to join in uh, later on. And then at midnight when I finished, they cleared the whole room out, got all the guests to go outside and sit in the bar. We brought the lights back down, and then they did the first dance 
at the end of the night, just on their own. Never, I've never seen that before. And do you know what? It made me cry. It was, it was incredible. You were like getting a bit emotional. I, I was right? emotional because I looked at them and, you know, they wanted to share that special moment together. Nobody else in the room. And I think sometimes as bride and grooms, some moments are just for you two. Yeah. You know, you can have all the guests in the world. You can put, spend all the money on guests. But sometimes just that moment between you two, and it, 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 was, it was magical. It was really good. It's, it, there's not a one size fits all, I think, for weddings, is the it just you do what's right for you, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. And I just want to touch on one more, um, something else that I've seen as well. And you know, I've, I've only done it a couple of times, um, is a first look. Yeah, you know what? In sitting in like five, six hundred weddings, I, I've never, I've do you never, know what I mean by first look? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And I think COVID, um, kind of, so obviously couples are really emotional, um, about the day and. As you know, you'll stand at the, the, the altar of the aisle uh, and then your wife to be will come in and it's very emotional. And if you are an emotional person and you've been through a lot together, it's quite nice, again, just on your own, mm. before you get married, you're all right. You look amazing. And you do, by the way. And, you know, it's a really nice way of having that moment together before the rest of your wedding guests. So, Chris Cooper, that's it. That was quick, wasn't it? Did you enjoy it? I did. It was it. Great chatting to you, Chris Cooper. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You can you. definitely come back and join us here. And thank you so much to you guys for listening, wherever you're listening, on Spotify, Apple Music, or via our website. And thank you so much. We'd love you to rate us as well. Please do give us a five-star rating. And if you subscribe as well, we'd love that. And you'll get a notification every time we upload. We are going to be joined next time by my best friend and business partner Robin Kershaw I'm sure he'll be full of more funny stories and we are going to chat about do I really need a wedding DJ please check us out listen out next time and thank you so much for listening see you later